questions, please. I'm sure there'll be a press conference when we don't ask you about COVID protocols, but given what the NFL sent out yesterday as far as the if there is a potential outbreak among unvaccinated and forfeitures and all of that, how do you pass along that information? Do you emphasize it? Do you just, to the whole team, just to the players who haven't been vaccinated, how, how do you address this kind of dual track you're on a little bit here? I mean, these are challenging times, to state the obvious. Uh, you know, frankly, every team meeting, you... You have uh, schedule updates. Uh, you're just in the fact on, on a number of different focuses. You know, this is the first time we, we've been here as a staff and a team uh, that I've coached. So just trying to get, you know, tweaks and um, that you make just based on flow. And, you know, we'll continue to adjust that here through the week. And it's you know, different, I think, with the, with the NFL, the league office is going through. So as they make the adjustments, uh, you just – Adjust and act accordingly. I mean, that's uh, so. Yes, I, I do give the updates. Um, you know, we'll have the, the league offices coming in, to, in tomorrow to look at some things, and so I'm sure there'll be conversations after that. I mean, these are unique times that we're in, um, so uh, continue to communicate and make sure make sure we're doing the things we need to do. What's the purpose of the league offices visit? Well, just coming in to take a look at our you know operation. I think it's a standard procedure, so. I didn't realize I was breaking news there, Ed. I figured you had it already. So. Just trying to make sure I understand it. Okay. What are your thoughts after one day of practice? What were you able to see? I thought the first day, um, I, I liked the energy. I thought the pace and tempo, we hit the mark. So, uh, But I, I think in a lot of ways, uh, there's there were things that you go through in, in the first day. I mean, it's it's a, it's a great example why training camp is so important. Uh, so we, I mean, we have a lot of work to do, but uh, you know we, we went back and emphasized our first install. Uh, you know, it wasn't a very long practice; it was it was two hours. But uh, I, I thought the players did a great job, you know, doing it right and so forth. But it's you know it it, it wasn't you know clean in some areas, but it's uh, that's football. You, you you know you get to clean that up, and we'll just continue to work on the time clocks and. You know the spacing and timing, all those things that you need to do at this time of year. So I, I thought we got off to a good start. Uh, felt good walking off the field. You know, based off of you know the energy, the communication. Uh, we had the mock game. The second part of the day was was really good. You know, we just I think we just had the one one hiccup near the end of it. So I mean, so for the first day, I thought the communication was exceptional uh, for what we we're trying to get done. So um, I don't like to compare it, you know, to last year, but that's you know that's part of it. So uh, we're we're definitely a lot further ahead than we were this time last year. But uh, Dak made a very strong first impression, uh, total command of the offense. So, and I, I think, you know, where we are defensively too, uh, you know, I, I think we're able to take a step coming out of the spring for what we accomplished and. Because uh, the biggest challenge, in, in my experience in training camp, is is the at the line of scrimmage work, the cadence, uh, the, the ability to challenge the defense, and and um, you know just to have your first practice, and you know it usually takes a few days to get into it. But just like today, we had a couple instances where the offense checked to play in the defense, made another check, and so they took, you know they kind of won the scheme battle. So now we're you know now we want to go check check, and so, I mean, just and that's football. So I, mean, I, I think just to the fact that obviously that's the way the quarterback mind works, but but now for him they'd be able to exercise it in real time and 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 get the you know and get everybody else on the same page. It's, I mean this this work is so valuable. It's valuable. It's so needed. And um, but yeah, I thought he made a very strong impression.
first day out there. Had a couple really nice throws. He had a big-time throw and a scramble drill. I, th- I thought it was exceptional. Now have Tyron and Lyle last year. How did they look on the, on the first day? Well, uh, they look great. Uh, you know, obviously uh, the offensive line as a whole, um, you know, I, I really, really like to look, you know, the look of our offensive line. But, yeah, both those guys are, you know, the rehab, uh, you know, part of it, they've been excellent. So it was, it was great to get those guys out there. Michael, what, what other COVID-related story, unfortunately, I have to ask you about is uh, the Vikings let Rick Dennison go uh, because he refused to get COVID tested. Are you in that situation with any members of your staff where you're having that kind of decision-making? Uh, no, we're, our staff is 100% vaccinated. Collins and Tyron seem to have different numbers of snaps. Look like Tyron was out there a little more yesterday at, at practice. Can you just talk a little bit about what's going on with LC? Yeah, no, I just think it's a, just a matter of, um, you know, you know th- th- where, he, where he is coming off of it. Yeah, but no, there's, there's nothing really the you know, LC will continue to work. And, yeah, I wouldn't put a whole lot into the snaps yesterday. Yeah. What intangibles does Dak possess in terms of leadership that, uh, that are unique maybe to, compared to others you've seen? Well, I mean, he's. He, I think when I think of Dak Prescott, you know, outside of his, you know, his talent as a professional athlete, I, I just his personality. He, I mean, he's so genuine. Uh, I, I think his, you know, the foundation of who he is. Um, he's in. He's genuine and he's the same person every day. I think that just goes that goes so far in life and definitely goes so far in, in our operation. So um, he, there's not a room he cannot walk into and connect with and be a part of and you know and that's a unique skill um, that he has you know his ability to relate and communicate is, is exceptional um, and he's a young man beyond his years but uh, genuine jumps out to me first did you get any sense that yesterday meant something a little extra to him oh I'm sure it did I mean I I didn't talk to him about it but absolutely I think for the players um, that, that have been here and, and the players that have particularly that have been injured Last year and been here. Uh, this is a special place, you know, for them. Uh, but all the communication has been extremely positive about coming back to camp here, and, and the fact that uh, you know a number of those guys were, you know, on the injury uh, reserve list last year. So I, I think I think there's a number of guys in that in that in that position. How about Still, you, Mike, to see those guys all back on the field? I'm sorry. For you to see all those guys that were injured last year back on the field together. I mean, stating the obvious, we're, we're a different team. I mean, we're, we're with our with our veteran players uh, coming back, and, you know, just watching them go through the rehab and you know feeling good about the return. Uh, it, it definitely will be a huge impact to our roster, huge huge impact to our team, and you know that's just why we want to have a you know want a healthy competitive training camp, and uh, they'll be a big part of our success. Bernard exited very early in yesterday's practice. Do you have any? Update on the outlook. How much time he can miss? Yes, uh, he has a hamstring injury. Um, I don't have the exact timeline for you, but uh, yeah, he suffered a ham- hamstring in the team fundamental drills. What are some of the things you still need to see Dak do before you can say he's fully back to being the player he was before? I mean, he hasn't really had faced a live pass rush. He hasn't run the football and been tackled. Are those still things that maybe psychologically he needs to conquer? Uh, no, I, I think that's a. Uh, a very good observation, I, but I think time time has to answer that. I mean, there's, uh, he's uh, you know he, he looks no different today than than my experience with him in, in live you know training camp action last year. So, I mean that's that's a you know uh, consistent 
comparable, I think, for everybody that's been involved with his rehab. And so, I mean, and as we go into the padded practices, I, I think clearly that'll be a threshold that he'll get over, particularly with the bodies around around him. Then we get into the, into the teamwork. But you know, he, you know, I watched him closely in the teamwork live uh, yesterday. You know, by design, and he, he didn't flinch. I mean, you know, he looked like he never left. So, I mean, that's a good point. But you know, I, when he when he plays in the preseason games, that'll be a the second threshold for sure, and I'm sure he'll be as excited as anybody when we kick it off in Tampa. What was your impressions of, of being out here in Oxnard and having a whole crowd here? I mean, you didn't have a crowd last year. Just your overall thoughts. I mean, it's outstanding. It's everything that everybody said it would be. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, the facility, the setup is 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 uh, very functional. I mean, it's obviously beautiful. Uh, the weather, uh, so uh, the music, the stereo systems are better than the one we had at home. You know, don't tell Jerry I said that because I don't want to disrespect the star, but uh, it's no, the energy was excellent. I mean, I, the energy on the field was excellent. The crowd was great. Yeah, and, and, and I, most importantly, our, our players appreciate that. I mean, it's, it's the environment that, frankly, we need to get used to playing in. Um, you know, we've talked a lot about, you know, playing with crowd noise. You know, we, we play our first two games on the road, and just being out there yesterday is, is a reminder that we have a lot of work to do, you know, particularly – in crowd noise, just because we haven't done it, you know, in quite some time. So, yeah, but the, the atmosphere here is excellent. This is a, this is a great place to have a training camp. How much more important is preseason game and work for Dak coming off what he's coming off? I think it's important, uh, I, but I always think it's important. But I, you know, I think you know when you when you get into these preseason games, you know, the the emphasis of, of playing your starters is important. But I, I think you can't lose sight of the young players. I mean, the young players need those reps, uh, so uh, the development of your young players is critical. Uh, the roster development as far as competition is, is probably, in my view, the most important thing in, in preseason uh, because particularly your veterans, you know, the norm is you have a relationship. I um, mean, there's familiarity, continuity that's already established. You can see that with our, with our veteran players on offense. Uh, the newness of defense will probably factor into the decisions of who plays, how much, how much they play, and and this and that. So, um, you know, that, that's all part of what goes into the decision-making. play in the preseason? Dak? Yeah. I anticipate Dak to play in the preseason. First game? I anticipate Dak to play in the preseason. I mean, I, come on, I can't give you everything. I mean, <laughs> we can second, ask, the, the secondary was active getting hands on the ball in team drills yesterday. Yes. What stood out most to you? And for a guy like Trayvon Diggs looking to make a second-year jump, what do you want to see from him this game? Uh, you know, Trayvon looked great yesterday. Uh, but, you know, it's, that was a – Huge emphasis, even when going back to the postseason evaluation, um, when we were talking about adding players to our defense, particularly this, you know, the perimeter defensive players. You know, we, we, we need to put a higher emphasis on players making plays on the ball. You know, your skill set coming out of college, the skill set, you know, the free agents that we brought in, and that that's been consistent. So, um, and I I hope and I am confident that that will continue to be part of who we are on defense. Uh, I thought the second half of the last year that we did a really good job taking the football away, and, and we need to build off of that. But, you know, we've had a tremendous, you know, amount of change in personnel on defense. But, you know, I think those guys are off to a good start because, you know, we have, we have some guys that have, you know, longer levers and the ability to go make plays on the ball. So that's a, that's a primary focus for us. Tried Reggie Robinson at safety last year. In some sense, with him moving back to where he's most natural at corner, do you feel like 
you're almost evaluating him for the first time. And if so, how, how do you feel he looks this year compared to his other position? No, I, I, I like I like the, the the intent of your question because I think it's important really for that whole rookie class. You know, for the guys that really didn't get get the opportunities because I, I think like anything because uh, obviously you know we think we think very highly of Reggie. You know, it, it obviously started on on draft day. Uh, so I, I think uh, sometimes as a coach, you're guilty of trying to get them on the field, and then you probably uh, hold them back a little bit because you spread you spread them out, but you know, changing positions and you know, special teams work and so forth. But uh, he he prefers to play corner. You know, that, that's that's something where uh, that that's you know it's been communicated, and um, I, I think he feels better there. But you know, just you know, you, you want to make sure your young guys have plenty of opportunities to. To, to contribute, and, and I, I think he'll, he'll definitely have that opportunity this year. You have a player as versatile as Micah. What are the discussions like with Dan and the staff on how much to put on his plate? Well, I mean, that, that's, uh, you know, that's an excellent insight because, you know, frankly, we, we, we did too much with him yesterday. You know, he, he, his volume yesterday was off the charts as far as how much he, he did out there on the practice field. So, um, you know, that's – I think that speaks to him and, and his ability and his talent. So, uh, but also, you know, we're, we're new as a defense. We, you know, we're trying to work different combinations of personnel. We have we have great challenges uh, in front of us as far as trying to, you know, to play all those guys. Uh, but, you know, I, I think like anything, you, you don't want to spread him too thin, and uh, because he is he is unique. You can see that right away out there, and, and particularly. Some of the plays he made in space and recovery, and you know, and you, you forget you forget about his size and how powerful that he is. So, um, I, I think like all of us, you know, it'll it'll be exciting to see him in pads and and get going. So, you know, uh, we'll continue to watch that because uh, you know you want to make sure you're giving him his opportunities also. Just with GPS numbers, or you played him at this position, this position, and that position. Well, combination of both. Yeah, combination of both. Not not just him, but you. Through so many numbers at the defensive side of the ball with your rookie class, free agency, do you have a little bit different script early? Because I mean, you want to you, you want to look at everybody and let it let them sort it out. But how how do you keep it where everyone has a fair chance? Or if someone rises, do they just go to the top and they get those snaps? Or well, I mean, that that frankly, I think that's a bigger challenge in today's today's NFL because of. Uh, the limited number of, of, of padded practices. You know, I, I think the, you know, the the non-padded practices are important. Important, I think, to, you know, trajectory that puts you into as far as your training, you know, sequence of how you build up. Like today, you know, I've never just gone one practice and right into a regen day. And I, and, um, but it's something that's been talked about a lot in the past. And and, and after watching it, um, us convert into this day. I, I, I frankly, I'll do it like this every year because. You know, I, I think you tend to forget that uh, you know there's a lot of anxiety and and you know stress that goes into traveling in the first day of camp and then long. So I think there's for all of the guys there's there's a little bit of a okay we're here and they got through the first practice and that. But I, I think really you know in, in response to your question that kind of you know hopefully that'll, that'll take care of itself. But it is a bigger challenge uh, because you know you, you put so much value in the padded practices. And you know, even a higher value in, in, into the uh, preseason games, but then you get into the preseason games, and, and it's and, it, and it's I've seen it happen time and time again, where you know your reps don't get tell you the way you want them because 
a lot of times when you particularly with veteran players, especially quarterbacks in my, in my past, is it's not a really a matter of if they're going to play. It's, it's really who they're playing with because, you know, you're not just trying to play one guy a certain number of steps. You're, perhaps you're trying to get a certain personnel group or a combination of, of, of guys in a rush plan or, you know, a combination of guys in a, in a coverage sequence. So, I mean, all those things go into it. So you just hopefully it, it sorts out that everybody has had a fair chance to, to make the team and you get the information you need uh, to, you know, make sure you clearly evaluate your roster. Having like said that, how do you sort through the process of the competition for the backup quarterback spot? I'm sorry, can you first part? From quarterback spot, how yes. do you sort through that process? Well, I mean, there's, there's, you know, there's definitely a rep count there, and, it, and it's, it's set each and every time. I mean, no, no I would think that these type of practices are definitely you can put more value into the quarterback position because decision-making is, is really what a big part of that's going to come out, down to. So, uh, But we'll continue to rep all three of those guys, you know, and that will be sequenced. Progression from Danucci? Oh, definitely. No, I think Ben Danucci's had an excellent off-season program. Uh, I thought he definitely was one of the top guys uh, in the off-season program as far as you know weight gain, strength gains in, in, in that particular area. I mean, his classroom, which is natural. I mean, he's clearly advanced. Um, so we we just got to get him to play with just you know just a little more patience, a little more confidence. Uh, but, but his skill set is definitely you know definitely what we're looking for. Uh, so he needs to take that second-year jump that we talk about uh, with our second-year players. So up until this point, he's done that. How do you build confidence in a young quarterback? Oh, performance. I mean, he needs he needs opportunities, and you know, he needs he needs to have success on the field. That's really the, his next threshold he needs to get over. What do you like about KZ? Oh, I, um, everything. Uh, I, I like his disposition. I like the way he approaches the game. Uh, the way he flies around his commu- commu- his communication is exceptional. You know, uh, he's a ball hawk. I mean, he's he's got excellent ball skills, so he's an excellent fit. With his coming off the injury that he's coming mm-hmm. off, of, do you have to monitor him here when you're out here? Or? We'll see. I mean, we're watching him. I mean, it, I mean, it's you know, we 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 have a GPS meeting after you know three hours after every practice. So we're, I mean, we're watching everything. So uh, and that's really for all the guys that have gone through the rehab process. You know, particularly the you know the veteran group. When you have that meeting, what are you looking for in terms of making sure Dak is doing all he can, but not too much? Well, I mean, there's history. Every every player has history. I mean, every player has you know um, things that you, you you look at it. And, you know, it's broken down by drill, and you know, you just push. But you know, yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not concerned about Dak's workload. So he handled a full workload yesterday. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Thank you. Thank you.